Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. <laughs> I'm Murray, and apparently I'm slow tonight. But I am also an agent, I guess the lowly agent, <laughs> the grunt agent of comedy. I Ooh. am cracking online meme experiences or my i am cracking online meme experience delivers yawns <laughs> <laughs> what yeah i know my grade sevens they suck <laughs> oh okay oh seventh graders yes yeah they suck i know, I know. Right. we were uh, we had just finished we were finishing a unit on like just doing like an introductory draw your name all fancy blah 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 finished that we were just gonna do like a short little a short little unit on memes before we move into our next um before we move into whatever unit is coming after that so it was just like a small unit on memes kind of like a mini unit on memes so i did my like google slideshow and i threw in that we were just doing like they they always ask is this being marked do we have to hand it in blah blah blah, blah. And I said, no, 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 this this is just like fun stuff. Doesn't have to be handed in. We're just doing it for fun. It's just our little mini meme unit before <laughs> we move on. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and I had like a little picture of mini me right there in the slideshow. And I paused. And I was like, hello. <laughs> and one of the kids was like, that sound you hear, Mr. Fox, is crickets. Oh, burn. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that was a great joke. Mini me, mini me. Well, like nope. I said, seventh graders. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. Oh, and if yeah. anyone out there listening is a seventh grader, well, sorry, but well, to be fair, if you're listening to us, you don't suck. <laughs> no, but be honest, old, your classmates, old they probably do. <laughs> the rest of them. Uh, my poor wife was not understanding in the least. She was like, they don't know that movie. They haven't seen that movie. That movie was made before their parents were born. I'm like, oh, it's it. not at, oh, that old. <laughs> exactly. And even if it is, they should know Mini-Me. Wait. For goodness sake. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I got to look something up here. <laughs> yes. When did Mini-Me come into existence? Subtract so second 13. Second awesome powers, I think. 99. So, so 20... anyone, anyone, bo- 22 years ago. So, yeah, no, if their parent, if these seventh graders' <laughs> parents are 22. Yeah, okay. So, what the hell were, were they doing in seventh grade? <laughs> All right. So, their parents were around, but these kids definitely weren't. Anyway, they were not impressed. We'll see if my eighth graders are a little more impressed with my wit tomorrow. They're a bit more sophisticated. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> so that's me. I am bombing at the Comedy Factory. Oof. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And Paul is out on a mission in deep space. Yes. Deep Microsoft Word or something. Yeah, sounds like it's lots of fun. Woo-hoo. Yes. And I am Al, and this week I have been held prisoner by the agents of Cold Shower. Oh. Coming out low density. Shit, how old was that heater? <laughs> very very the last old two letters to do the acronym so that's, <laughs> that's my story oh dear so yeah they 
came this weekend. They were doing the bathroom, the re- doing the bathroom floors today, and thankfully they had said, yeah, order the new water heater. We'll just tack, we'll just tap that a little bit on to re- install it, but we'll do it for you. We'll install it. Totally good thing too, because apparently it died on Friday. Oh no! It's now Monday. So yeah, cold shower for the last day or two, and less and low water pressure. So much fun. Ugh. Low water pressure is not fun, but throwing cold water on top of that, ugh, yuck. It's like get the cold water, dump you know, as much as, as much as you can on yourself, and then turn it off, soak yourself up, and then turn it back on and try and get yourself clean. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds horrible. Ugh. Can't really shave with that either. No, no, yuck, no. Got a nice little beard going on here now. Oh my gosh, can't you just go out and like roll in a puddle or something? Aren't your puddles warmer than that? I think so. <laughs> we have somebody coming by, uh, someone come by, a friend of a family who used to be a plumber. So hopefully they'll be able to help us at that part. Because I mean, we have the water here installed now, but we just need to get the pressure part. There you so go. Hopefully there by tomorrow I'll be fixed. Alrighty. Well, that would be cool. Maybe they have. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to try to make some smart comment about inventory and then move into how this is probably an inventory issue that we're looking at, but I got nothing. <laughs> but it is probably see? an inventory issue we're looking I at. I think so. I'm pretty sure it is. But Especially uh, considering the creative team. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although they did come back last issue for the backup. They did. They did, but this is this issue is one that could have been slotted in at any point, yeah, at anywhere, and and we are talking about Legion ninety three number fifty one, the day after, not the day, the issue after their giant fiftieth anniversary blowout, and they've got just like a little fluffy fill in, but I mean you could do worse. This is certainly not like a. Oh, this is entertaining as hell. Yeah, it is. It is for sure. And it's written by Alan Grant, and the artist is Alcatina, who I feel I should know. Is he like a. I feel like he's like a swamp thingy artist or a vertigo artist. Maybe not vertigo, huh. but I feel like. I feel like he's oh, one me. of those Brazilian. No, the name doesn't ring any bells for you. I feel like he's a big deal. Alcatina. I'm looking him up right now. I mean, he's like Cher. He just goes by Alcatina. Argentine. Yeah. Um, well, maybe it's him. It's him. It says Enrique Alcantina. Yeah. I'm oh, sure Alcantina is his last name. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's an Argentinian artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman yeah. Legends of the Dark. Notable works. Batman Legends of the Dark Knight. Batman mm-hmm. Leathering. Scorpios. Conan the Savage. Yeah, I could see him doing Conan. Yeah, and he did some DC stuff, a couple annuals for Batman. Yeah, a bunch of annuals he did, actually. Really? See, I wouldn't have pegged him for Batman. I felt he's more like in the horror line, but... Avengers but... Superman Annual 9, Batman Chronicles, Batman of Arkham one-shot. Really? Huh. A couple, yeah, a bunch of, a couple other annuals, including Flash, Detective, Green Lantern. Huh. And he did some Conan and an issue or two of What If. Yeah, there we go. So we got these guys, and we got Gaspar on letters and Digital Chameleon on colorists. 
And Fast Frank Pitarisi is the assistant editor, while Bad Dan Respler is the editor. And this issue is called Desert Island Blues, and it looks to be a spotlight. Spotlight on Lobo and Telepath. And and they are uh, transporting a vicious criminal. And I feel like that criminal is one that I have seen before so either this issue has imprinted imprinted on me like like crazy the first time i read it or that that uh, criminal's look has been used but i don't know he just he's got a face he can't forget there's something about that look of almost like this almost warthog like thing i know it's been done before i mean at the very least it kind of resembles the what was it? The guards from Gamorrean Guard, I think it's called, from Return of the Jedi? The green pig guards that work for Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, 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 yeah. Could be. Crossed with, like, Shrek a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, he, it, there's such a familiar look, and I cannot figure out where I've seen that alien before, and it's driving me bonkers. I'm probably going to be, like, flipping through the back issues at some point a year from now going, <laughs> there, that's where it is. Pull up that podcast and edit it. <laughs> We're going to edit it back in there now. Re-release. That's right. Re-release. The editor's cut. Alrighty. So Lobo and uh, Telepath are transporting this prisoner. And they happen to be stuck on an asteroid. They are marooned. Tell you guys, being marooned on a desert asteroid with two geeks ain't my idea of high times and fancy living. If I was you, I'd start looking for ways to entertain me. Aboard main man is a dangerous main man. Oh my gosh, we're getting like a tornado. Yeah, what is that? That's the rain. <laughs> we got the rain storms coming down here in Ontario. Well, no worries. Okay. No worries. Well, it's just say, do heavy want, rain. Do you want me to do the rest of the issue and you could just mute except when you want to talk? Yeah, sounds good. That rain. That is way probably, people, it doesn't uh, have to be... Too, no- too much background noise except when necessary. <laughs> totally. Sounds good. <laughs> so after Lobo says that, Telepath to himself kind of mutters something that I actually just thought of. My- I was just thinking too. What kind of main man isn't a dangerous one? What's that? Nothing. Just <laughs> thinking. It's hardly our fault your bike broke down. You really shouldn't take it out on us. Is that a fact now? Let me tell you, Clyde. I know one Spratsfrag hog mechanic living on borrowed time. But he ain't here, see? And you two are. By the way, quick side note, because this is one of the few issues I had read when it came out. Because of the way Lobo talks to him, I I had thought that Telepath's name was Clyde. Because <laughs> he always calls him Clyde. Totally. Totally. I thought that was funny. Clyde. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. But, you know, maybe, maybe in translation. <laughs> Now, their prisoner speaks up, and just so everyone can get in their heads, this prisoner is where he is like a giant, like he's an anthropomorphic, like, warthog almost. But no fur, more like pink skin with, like, spots on it. You know, so he has the tusks sticking up, and he's also wearing a suit and tie. He's very well-dressed for an anthropomorphic warthog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so he pipes up. That doesn't logically follow, Lobo. You're, pro- proposition, you're, pro- you're proposing not only that your sullen frustration is justified, 
but also that your companion, my good self, will accept your thuggery with no protest. Protest this, prof! And Lobo boots him to the face. I'm a doctor of philosophy. I know what I'm talking about. Sure, that's why you killed and ate your freshman class, right? I got a good mind. I got a good mind to... Lobo, please. You know Doc sent me along to make sure you deliver Francor and Watt in one piece? Fancor Watt. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud when I was reading it before to myself. I was reading it, obviously. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I never got the joke, Francor Watt. Yeah, you can tell they are channeling their inner Lobo right now. <laughs> By which so I mean, like, their, yeah, yeah, their, uh, their Lobo writing chops, yeah. Yeah. Uh, gotta love it. So it's going to be a very large, very flat piece. What's your problem? Look, your bike's SOS beacon will have a rescue ship here within a few hours. That's not long. We can while away the time playing a game. I'm up for it. How about Bop the Geek? Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of back to back front to gammon. <laughs> deep chest quadrupoly and telepath is pulling out like this big box of like games of all of these cards and chips and other things and Lobo just smashes it. Get real, Bugsy. I got no time for geek games. You want to play? Let's arm wrestle or maybe head kick. Head kick? Yeah, I kick you in the head and you kick me. Take first shot if you want. Now, that's <laughs> unfair. I don't think telepath even has legs. <laughs> I think that's the whole point. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, pass, thanks. How about a sing song? That'll keep our spirits up. Great. I was in the university choir. Everyone know the fresher chorus from Wagner's school bell ring cycle? Who <laughs> rattled your cage? Sing and die, creep, as Lobo kicks the prisoner in the head again. I got it. We'll have a storytelling competition. Fine, I think. Uh, you start. Don't be stupid. I'm the judge. You and Mighty Molars there are telling the stories. All right, Clyde, <laughs> your time starts now. Don't be absurd. I'm a philosopher, not a blubby novelist. And then he gets kicked in the head again. <laughs> Since you put it like that. Once upon a time, on the planet Kimball 5, there lived a good and kindly professor of philosophy. <laughs> and we go into flashback mode. <laughs> so we see him as a school. And it's kind of like those board, boys boarding school movies that take place like in, the, in England in like the early 1900s. I mean, yeah. Not only are all the students wearing their uniforms and bow ties, but... He's wearing, like, a cap and gown in class, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 totally. It's very Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. Eurodite, tolerant, witty, and sophisticated. He was loved by fellow staff and pupils alike. But unknown to them all, the confident smile of, the, of this paragon of magistral excellence hid a dark and terrible secret. Owning some quirk of fate, a rogue gene, or childhood trauma, or maybe just the cruel god, their favorite professor lusted after the forbidden. Their favorite professor lusted after the forbidden taste of fellow flesh. <laughs> All his life, he's fought valiantly, valiantly to suppress that awful urge, until one day, in private tutorial, I, I hope you don't mind me saying, Potter, you have very tasty-looking flesh. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> it's just so plump and juicy. I just can't resist. <laughs> ah! And he bites the student. <laughs> I like. I hope you don't mind me saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's polite about it. 
And then he like uses a napkin and his grabs it is. <laughs> yeah. Delicious beyond description. It surpassed his every dream. My arm, he bit me. Ah! Quiet boy, it was only one bite for Pete's sake. And he basically throttles the guy. Sorry, drop, sir. Another gift for you. Hell, Professor's gone insane. He's eating powder. <laughs> Terrified of exposure, the kindly old professor's hands fell on an exhibit from his standard room, standing room only lecture on moral repugnance and the scoozy machine pistol. <laughs> and so he busts into the classroom and just starts blowing away all the students. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> he goes mobster on them. <laughs> Say hello to my big friend. Because that's a big one. <laughs> Please, Professor. Ah! And they all get shot. He had a classic philosophical dilemma in his hands. Should he confess now and be locked away forever? Or should he eat them all first? <laughs> and then we can see the other professors looking at the door at the outside of his classroom with a sign on there. Fresher class. Three months sensory deprivation experiment. Do not disturb. Professor Watt. <laughs> that Watt. He's always up to something new. Best teacher this school ever had. They trusted him so much they even gave him an extra month before they got worried and broke down the door. <laughs> and the cops there who look or dress like the Keystone cops. Yes. Have broken down the order with an axe and he's just sitting there the shoot gnawing on a whole bunch of bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Nobody lived happily ever after. Except maybe you two after you dropped me off at the prison. Nice story, guy. Could have used something in the middle. A little torture or a bombing, maybe. Overall, A-okay. I'm going to give you five marks for it. Out of what? Ten? Twenty? A hundred? Don't know. Ain't decided yet. <laughs> yeah, flesh it out, stretch it out a little. It could easily be an issue of Lobo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. I want to use that method one day when it tells me. I'm going to give you five out of that. Out of what? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. That's right. That is right. So now it's Telepath's turn. Okay, Bugsy, it's showtime. You got a hard one to beat there. Do I really have to? Of course not. Like, we could play a guess on how long you last without air instead. And Lobo basically starts squeezing uh, the Telepath's <laughs> air tube. So, what do you say, pal? <sighs> Once upon a time, there was... Uh, there were three little quadrupeds called the Billy Goat's Gruff. And one day they came to a bridge and a big ba <laughs> And Lobos grabbed the air tube again. You can skip the foldy rolls, Clyde crap Clyde. I want something with a little interest. Your life story, savvy. I <coughs> kid, it's too painful. More painful than this. Once upon a time, I know it's time for another flashback. On a world you've never heard of and couldn't pronounce even if you had, my race lived. We called ourselves simply the people, and our hives fill the barren plains. And yeah, because the, the world pretty looks pretty much barren, except for some like mushrooms sticking up in like these almost like palaces. Yeah, they look like sand drip castles. Yeah, that's it. They're pretty beautiful, actually. Totally. Really, nice, nice artwork. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, you could see how this this Alcatina would be totally at home doing Conan and all those sorts of yeah oh yeah i can see works. i can see him doing a codam works yeah uh -huh. Uh -huh. by some freak of nature there were only two forms of life on our inhospitable world us and the edible fungus that sustained us which each hive grew in vast caverns deep underground 
We were taught that it was long eons exposure to its mildly hallucinogenic flesh, which gave us our telepathic powers. It was our only food, sustenance for the mind as well as the body, and we treated it as sacred. When at the end of our natural span we died, we helped sustain that which was sustained us. So basically they just buried them underneath the, the thing so we can use them to grow more. Exactly. Plant food, huh? I always knew you was good for something, Bugsy. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Each hive was complete in itself, its many broods joining to form a kind of group mind, which could solve every problem, duplicate every pleasure, soothe every pain. With no need or possibility of evolution, we had existed in that delicate balance for tens of thousands of years. And we would have stayed that way had it not been for radicals like me. Our, and you see him talking to some of the others. Our hives are far too insular. We don't even communicate with each other, let alone the other races we know to exist in other worlds. And then as he's talking to other ones his age, and then one of the older ones comes in. No, you are wrong. Okay, how would you pronounce his name? Um, I have no idea. Kwee I think so. Kiki or Kwee yeah. Okay, so let's go with that. No, you are wrong, Kwee Quee-quee, you're called Quee-quee? It's a diminutive. My full name is 47 syllables long. Now, <laughs> do you want to hear the story or not? So, back to the story. No, you are wrong, Quee-quee. Alien races have problems, villains, crimes. These are unknown in our hive. If we are to survive in a hostile galaxy, we must maintain our splendid isolation. I lost the vote, of course, but I knew they were wrong. I made a decision. I would secretly try to contact the aliens myself. Although I wasn't alone. Are you sure it's the right thing, Quee-Quee? We'll be in enough trouble as it is without com- if we're caught without compounding matters talking to aliens. Don't we love each other, Lola? Didn't we vow we'd do everything we could to change our grim future? Yes, but... Then trust me, darling. It'll all work out. Give me a break. You were never a fragging rebel. And with a illicit love affair on the side... Either you got hidden deaths, Bugsy, or you're making this up. <laughs> I assure you, every word is the truth. Hey, keep your hair on. Go on, Lothario. <laughs> By the standards of other races, sex in the hives is a very unusual, unusual practice. We are only one sexually active female, our queen, for want of an equivalent world word. Serviced on a round-the-clock basis by all the hive males. And you see you a whole line of all these tel- guys look like telepaths lined up, and then one of them's crawling out, like, looking half-dead. Ne- next! And the next one goes in. M-m-lady? And the queen is a giant... It's kind of like the... It's kind of like aliens. It's like a giant version of them. Yes. Yes. Which makes sense, if that's since the queen's probably the one laying all the eggs. Totally. So yeah, it's like looks like telepath, but it's like you know, fifteen times the size. I don't even know how that works though. <laughs> so once each year, she laid a batch of a dozen or so eggs, which hatched into a brood. And so you see the little eggs hatching, and the little baby telepaths were crawling around. They're kind of yes. <laughs> Males and females mingled until they reached the onset of maturity, when the priests segregated them. Any special bonds that had been forged were rudely broken as the females were taken to the battle chamber. 
And we can see the females are like twi- already twice the size of the males. Totally. But yeah, so the females are taken to the battle chamber. They can only be one queen in a hive to ensure only the strongest traits were passed on. Each year, the females of the maturing brood fought for the honor. And Lola, my love, was the victor. We can see like the couple kind of brutal looking panels of these women, these alien women just killing each other. Oh, yes. According to custom, she was led before the retiring queen. My year is almost over. You will be taken from here, tended to, fed, and when I die, you will take over. My lady, forgive me arguing, but I do not wish to be queen. I have formed a special bond with a male. All that is behind you. You are mature now. For the hive to survive, you must do your duty, as countless others have before you. Take her. Prepare her for queenhood. You mean, you was going to have to share her with every dude in town? Yes. And you such a sensitive little creep. Let's call it a day, shall we? No way, Bugsy. I'm just starting to get into this. Reading the mind of another, unasked, was a grave crime. So Lola and I managed to keep in touch. And while she's being bathed, Kwee I can't go through with it. I can't. And I can't allow you to. There's only one thing for it. We'll have to escape. You mean leave the hive? But no one has ever done that. We we could not survive outside the group mind. If we love each other, we'll have to. There is no other way. Fortunately, or so I thought, my attempts to contact an alien race were bearing fruit. This is Kwee the telepath, sidecasting to the captain. I would ask your aid i encountered a strong and forceful mind a captain so he said on her interstellar cruiser i would ask you to visit my world and transport my wife to be and be off it somehow i will repay the favor and you see the captain you know captain refining very well my friend contact me every hour and we will home in on your thoughts i cannot thank you enough dagon ra dun 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 Yes. Oh, you will, you fool. You will. Dig on Ra. Ain't that the pirate creep that... Yes, him. I I thought I was acting for the best. I didn't know what would happen. Neither do I, Bugsy. So don't keep me waiting. Keep me in suspense. Next night, the entire hive was in the gatherings chamber for the ceremony to, to a farewell to the old queen. Lo and I grabbed our chance. Let's go. The alien captain will be landing in one hour. They've promised to take us off world. I didn't know they had already landed. Violence was unknown in the hive. We had no we had no guards, only priests. It was a massacre. And you see Dagon Ron's crew, crew just running through the hive, just blasting everyone they see. Nobody move and nobody gets hurt, freaks. Where is he? Who's the one that contacted me? Not me. Don't know. Not here. No. We were head up an emergency tunnel when we heard our kin. We don't know. Please don't hurt us. Do not toy with me. My matter-changing power can do this to all of you. And he, you, because remember, remembers Dagon Ra can change the uh, elements of things. Yeah, he's like a little evil element lad. Yeah. And he changes the queen to rock. And, like, you just keep changing the queen from, like, rock to stone to crystal. So basically kills the queen already. Uh-huh. Well, well, say your hand. It was me. It was me. Please don't hurt anyone. I'll do anything you say. I know, Worm. Why do you think we're here? Take him back to the ship. 
As for the others, slaughter them. Sooner did, no sooner said than done, sir. And his men opened fire, killing everyone. Lola, run, run! But she gets killed too. Oh dear. You don't need oh, to do Oh dear. This. Please spare them. Request denied, worm. The men need to have their fun, and it's always safest to leave no witnesses. But why? Why do you want me? My plans call for a telepath. I need one for a little backbone. You'll fit the bill. <laughs> Only because his back is so ginormously large. <laughs> Not because he actually has a backbone. Well, I think he only needs someone with a little backbone. I guess that's true. <laughs> he obviously had enough. He was going to, you know, leave his whole world like that. He has a little yeah. bit. Okay. Okay. I felt every shot, every wound, every death as my people screamed their agony. And I cried for the fool I had been. Now, you think he just killed everyone in that hive, or he killed? Every, I don't think he. You don't think he killed everyone on the planet, do you? I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. I guess that would make telepath like a little orphan now, but I mean, I think probably. Mm. And also, it would make him more similar to Lobo in the fact that both of them are the cause of their entire world being destroyed. Lobo more intentionally than the telepath, but still. Yes. Interesting. And you know the rest. Brill, Dox, and Legion saved me from Dagon Ra. And here I am. So on top of all that crap, you're still a virgin, huh? <laughs> top marks, man. And no franken joke. I love a good sob story. Here. And he gives him a bottle. Or, yeah. Have a slug of this. You deserve it. Uh, thank you. Of course, the fun thing is because it's Lobo. Lobo doesn't need air or a hit, you know, helmet or anything. But Telepath and the prisoner are still both wearing helmets so they can breathe. So I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. And in the background, we see that professor. <laughs> Share the joke, Jaws, why don't you? Same as you, Lobo. I'm laughing at him. You know, that story is almost evidence enough for the existence of a divine and malignant being. Listen, geek, that's my buddy. It's all right, Lobo. I really don't mind. No, well, I do. And he punches the professor and then starts kicking him. Nobody laughs at my buddy sent me. See? Stomp, 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 stomp. <laughs> Lobo! Lobo! Look, a Legion ship. They're answering your signal. And then lands and says, Legion mechanic. You the guy sent for a bike mechanic? Yeah, you the guy fixed it last time? That's me, all right. Oh, dear. Shoddy fragging work, friend. And he punches the guy and i'm not sure if the guy's dead or not but he's out oh yeah he's out yeah if it were a lobo comic he'd be dead yes <laughs> and then he global looks at the other guy all right you fix it I, I i can't sir i'm only an apprentice i don't know how we'll just have to wait for the boss to come around so <laughs> now we've got telepath lobo and this guy sitting there and the guy says geez this is boring Anybody know any good stories? <laughs> and then Lobo punches him in the head, and now it's just Lobo and Telepath sitting there quietly. That's right. Do, 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 do. The end. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. That was good. That was a good little... A good little one No, that was a good one-shot. Like I said, it's, it works. It's a great fill-in story. Yeah. But it also gave us actually something. We got Telepath's origin. Totally, yes. Yes, we did. So there's a point to it all, at least. Absolutely, that's right. It was not just 
filler. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Was, just, it was a filler, but for a purpose. Yeah. Yep. Still adds yep. the whole mythology of the series, so that's good. Yeah, totally, 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 totally. Uh, let me see. Anything in the letter columns? No, there's not. I mean, it's too much. We get so many now, and I'm not trying to like, complain about, you know, now past better, now bad, or whatever, because there's plenty of really good comics now. But they're not always done in one story. Not a lot of done in one stories anymore. It's rare. And, and this was a good <laughs> done in one story. I mean, there are plenty of bad ones too, but this was a good one. Yes. Yeah. I no, I so. enjoyed it. I thought so too. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, I thought it was a good one. Uh, yeah, the letter column seems to be nothing exciting in there. Nothing special? No. 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 All right. Nope. They're saying next issue, we've got a few new. It looks like they're starting some new storylines here. So we've got who's the hooded man who's broken into Legion headquarters? And why is he stalking Lydia Malor? I have no idea. I don't remember that storyline at all. Me either. We'll find out. Yeah. Plus, when Lobo redecorates his bike, Bertrand goes berserk. Just how impervious is he anyway? I don't remember that one either. All this plus the secret origin of Darius. That one I do sort of remember them touching on. Well, we'll see. Yeah. They're on an origin roll here. Telepath, Darius. Who's next? Who's next? Bum, bum, bum. Alrighty. That is it for us, gang. We will see you all next week. You can always drop us a line at all the usual places in all the usual ways. We've got the Gmails and the Facebooks and the tweets and the, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. No, no. Look us up on Legion of Substitute Podcasters. If you can find them, you can find us. Yeah. <laughs> Drop us a line and we're happy to share any feedback we may receive. In the meantime, yes. have a lovely evening, everyone. C-H-E-E-R-S. V-E-L-O-M-A. The Loma, the Loma, the Loma, V-E-L-O-M-A, the Loma. The Loma. I know. I could name a kid that, but I probably have a kid named that, the Loma. <laughs> I know. It sounds good, though. I like it. <laughs> totally. 